All right, here we go. Another edition of the Industry 45 Podcast Show. I am your host, Shane Christopher Neal. Thanks for hanging out. Just a reminder, once again, my friend, you can check out all the Industry 45 Podcast Shows. They are available on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You name it, they are there. We are global, baby. And, uh, of course, you can go to GiantFM.com as well to check out this interview. It's with my friend, Mr. Mitch Perry. He's stopping by again to say hello. Mitch is a class act, and, boy, is he one heck of a great guitar player and uh, just a super dude. He's got a brand-new album that's out called Music Box. And uh, in the first interview we did, which I think was about, uh, what, a month or two ago at least, we talked about his first single, Believe which was really awesome. And he's got a brand new single out called St. Valentine. We're going to talk about the writing of that song and uh, just everything about Mitch Perry and the Mitch Perry band. You can check him out, mitchperry.us, mitchperry.us. That is his website. Of course, Mitch is on all the social platforms. Why? Why, you ask? Because he's Mitch Perry. All right. You're hearing uh, a song underneath this intro. It is by my friends, The Maysides, a great band, The Maysides. Loved and lost. What a great tune. I've loved, I've lost, I've survived. It can happen to you too. Industry 45 Podcast Show. Up next, my buddy, Mr. Mitch Perry. Hey, everyone. This is Mitch Perry, and you are listening to the Industry 45 Rock Show. All right, Industry 45 podcast show, and uh, stopping by the show is Mr. Mitch Perry with a brand new song. How you doing, Mitch? Uh, doing good, man. How about yourself? Uh, you know, the best I can, the best I can, and what I'm looking forward to is always listening to new music, because let's face it, we're not going to go see any music. It doesn't seem like anytime soon. And not only did you put out a great album, we've talked about it before, but you have a great brand new single called St. Valentine and a cool story to go with that. Apparently you wrote it on an airplane or parts of an air, something like that anyway. Yeah, I was, uh, I was coming back from London uh, a couple of years ago and I, I was thinking about the songs we were going to put on this record. And, and I, I wanted a kind of stonesy faces type song and uh, on the plane, I decided to, you know, try and write it. You know, I, I like trying to write stuff without having a guitar in my hand because that way it makes my, you know, my brain has to think of the, the changes. I'm not just going off of muscle memory, you know, or, or things that I know how to play on guitar. I can't, um, but, sorry, so I, can't believe, I can't believe you said stones and faces because I haven't got to this yet, but on my page right now, I wrote down Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart. And this is before, <laughs> then, then, I, this is before our conversation. So there you go. Carry on. <laughs> awesome. Then, then, then you're saying we hit the mark. Absolutely. I mean, that was, basic, that was basically it. I mean, I, I put my headphones on so nobody, you know, no sounds would bother me. And I just kept hearing the song and, you know, the, you know, the, the phonetics turned to vowels, turned to lyrics, and, you know, I've got the chord changes. I've written that all down, and, you know, a couple of little guitar lines I even came up with on the plane that made it to the song, and, and you got little recordings of me singing it into, you know, my voice memo on the phone uh, in the middle of the flight, you know, and I, I write it all down, and when I get home, I pick up the guitar, and Hopefully all the numbers add up the way I thought they did on the plane and 
And in this case, they did. I mean, that song was done <laughs> all during that flight. And and it's funny because um, when you listen to this song, and I was listening to it on the way back from uh, Hamilton today, you can't listen to this song on two or three. It's got to be on like nine or ten. Like you got to crank this song because it's it's a lot of fun. And like I said, when I heard it uh, yesterday, I heard it for the first time, and I just thought right right away, Rolling Stones came to mind. And then like about 10, 20 seconds in, I'm like Rod Stewart maybe too. So that's kind of ironic. And you did hit it out of the park. Yeah. Who who is Saint Valentine by the way? Maybe tell us the story about the lyrics. Oh uh, yeah, Saint Valentine is uh, you know the guy we have Valentine's Day named after. And so I, I just kind of had a little image in my head of Cupid being St. Valentine, you know, going around and, you know, the, the lyrics are basically about, you know, hooking up with a friend when you know you shouldn't have. And uh, this is uh, this is it. Because the, the, the lyric, here we go round again, I should have known better than to let you be more than a friend. And that's the lyric line yeah. right there, right? What a great, right? A killer lyric. So on the, who's singing vocals on it? Is, is it uh, Keith or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Keith, Keith England, right? Keith, Keith England, yeah. He is, uh, you know, he's been around for uh, a while. He, he toured with the uh, Allman Brothers back in 83. Uh, right, and Montrose as well, no? Yes, he was uh, with them uh, through the 80s as well. So how do you decide as the uh, the head of the band guy uh, who's going to sing this? Because you have two female singers and a male singer, and on some of the other songs, they jointly sing. So how did you select Keith, just because in your mind you had that Stones, Rod Stewart sound? Or? Yeah, well, there's partial, partially it's due to that. Uh, as I said, you know, it's funny because when I write songs, I, you know, I mean, everybody's got their own way of doing it. I kind of write the whole song. I, I, it's not like I come up with a guitar part and go, hey, man, I, I've got this great lick. Can you put lyrics to it, turn it into a song? You know, it, it's like I, I, I can hear who I want to sing it. I mean, sometimes it'll be Steven Tyler. Sometimes it'll be Don Henley. Sometimes it'll be, you know, you name it. You know, it, it depends on the song. I mean, you know, there's songs on this record that I'd totally written with Glenn Hughes' voice in mind. Nice. You know? um, uh, but, you know, so basically right there, half the decision's already made. But everybody kind of took shots at this, you know, because also one, one thing that the singers had to do, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit tougher on this because I, I did write the lyrics and I did have an idea of uh, where I wanted the melody lines to go. So, you know, the, the, the singers had, you know, sometimes it's easier when you don't have somebody's idea of what it should be to conform to because it, it leaves you free to just go your own way. I mean, I know for myself, I find it harder you know, when I'm given parameters to come up with stuff, then if you just leave me alone and let me do it. And so to that regard, you know, the, the guy, Keith and both girls, uh, Shelly and Kara, 
they killed on this record because they were able to take these songs and, and in most cases just really translate them well. But yeah, I mean, they, they sang them so believably you, you don't think that they didn't, you know, you, you believe they're responsible for every syllable. Is, is there a video for this? I, I know there was a video for believe, but did you do a video for the song? Uh, we, we're in the middle of finishing up something right now. I mean, it was supposed to be done a couple of weeks ago and we just run into a couple of, uh, a couple of snags. So we're, we're trying to get it done ASAP, but it, it will be out within the next week or so. So it made sense because Believe was the first single right off Music Box and it made sense for the timing. Um, this being yeah. the second single, why did you select this song, I guess, is my question. Well, you know, I just I wanted something that was a little bit more positive and upbeat and, uh, and, uh, and just uh, up-tempo and, and, and a little less serious. <laughs> I, I thought that this, uh, this fit the bill. Well, like I said, when I was driving today, you have to turn it up to 10 because it just has that vibe and the piano that's in there. Do you play, you play piano, right? No, oh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, write. I wrote believe actually on a piano. Okay. And but you got somebody else playing piano in the song. But, uh, yeah. On this, it's a guy named Steve Aguilar. Uh, he, uh, he plays with a new band that tours a lot around here called uh, um, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, but a phenomenal, phenomenal keyboard player, and and he's local to where I, you know, to where I live. So uh, on my Sunday gig, uh, he he is uh, one of the band members uh, more often than not. So uh, you're still you live in L.A., correct? Yeah. So, are they still doing Ultimate Jam Nights, or what's going on in LA now? <laughs> is well, that no, there, 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 there is nothing. No, eh? I and mean, it's funny. The, the other day, I called Chuck up to say, "Hey, I can't believe this, but I'm looking forward to going to Soundcheck today." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 it's unbelievable. It, uh, it's just <laughs> the world has never been this quiet. I don't think. Right. And before we chatted here, um, we were talking about how, you know, this, the goalposts keep moving. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone six months or six weeks from now. So what is your, I guess, mental game plan? You, you release a song, you do a video. Are you just going to keep releasing singles off of it? Obviously, you're not going to go play anytime soon. Are you going to write some new music for a new album? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, here's the thing. I, I've already written two songs that you know, you, you you come up with a song and you go, okay, that's on the next album. I've written two new ones in addition to three that I'd already had that I knew would go on the next record. So, I mean, I've got half an album already. I've got a Christmas song written that I want to record. Uh, so, you know, there's no shortage of stuff to do as far as doing new stuff. Having said that, what I'd really like to do is make the world as aware of this album while, you know, we're on this downtime. So I'm going to, you know, hopefully every month, you know, we'll figure out a way to come up with some sort of a video for, you know, be it a lyric video or something, uh, just to uh, keep putting each song out there. And, uh, you know, by the time 
this is all over and we're ready to play. Hopefully people will be ready to see, uh, you know, this band live as much as they are ready to listen to the album. You know, your album you know, through influences is all over rock, blues, funk. And what, what is, what is Mitch Perry listening to right now? Like what's, what's in your iTunes or Spotify uh, or whatever you, you know, whatever you use? You know what? It, it's usually, usually stuff from the sixties or seventies. I mean, uh, Motown, uh, it could be, uh, it, it just depends I've been on a Southern rock kick, but you know, basically just a few select songs, you know, I mean, I love laid back by, uh, Greg Allman. So I've been playing the heck out of that and, and a bunch of Willie, uh, of wet Willie stuff. So, um, you know, but I hear you. It always yeah. changes, and it changes. It changes for me too. Like sometimes I, I work in in rock radio, I work in country radio. So my, you know, I'm all over the map. And right now, it's funny. I know they've been around a long time, and I was into them sort of. But I'm really into the Scorpions right now. And I know they have a new album yeah. that they're coming out with in in the fall. But there's, you know, that just changes. Some days and some weeks, you have a different mood. Eh? It just the way it goes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the thing for me. It is I. I don't really care about genres because I can, a great song is a great song. And if, if it's really, if the people are doing their job, they're going to get your attention and it's going to captivate you. Um, you know, and so having said that, you know, it, it could be anything, whether it's the Gypsy Kings or whether it's Led Zeppelin, you know, I mean, whether it's the Sex Pistols or whether it's Yes. You still play a lot of guitar, I take it, by the looks and by the sounds of it. Uh, you still practice? Because I know a lot of guys, you know, when they get to doing this for as long as you have, are just kind of sitting by the pool. But, man, it seems like you're working harder than ever on that guitar. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I am. I, I love playing music. I mean, you know, th this is the thing I, I, I realize. That I played music my whole life not because I wanted to be a rock star or, you know, I played music cause that's what I got to do. <laughs> and, and that hasn't stopped. You know, it's, it's just the same in the house. I mean, I'm, I'm banging on a guitar at some point or, you know, we've got a piano here. So, you know, I mean, I'm making noise one way or the other and, you know, We'll probably continue to do so long, long after anyone wants me to. Uh, not a music-related question, but um, in speaking of noise, you know, car racing is kind of back without fans, right? Have you been watching NASCAR or F1 or any any car racing? Yeah, I mean, I basically watched everything that's on. It's nice to actually have the time to see it. You know, normally. Even if uh, if I'm not on stage somewhere, I'm traveling to a stage, you know, on a weekend, you know. So we're in an airport when most of the stuff is on usually. Sure. Um, so I've been I've been watching everything. I mean, you know, the big news here. I don't know if you heard about it yesterday. Um, there's going to be no spectators at the Indy 500, which. Well, the biggest. Uh, but I thought they were. I, I, they came out with something saying they were going to have half or whatever percentage of these, you know, spectators could be there. Like, they've changed that now? 
they they went from fifty percent right. down to twenty five percent, and they went from twenty five percent to no spectators at all. Wow, that's crazy. You know, and, and this is a thing. I mean, you know, when you when you think about the fact that that's Roger Penske, you know, who now owns the Speedway, this man's you know a successful you know businessman, self you know self made. He, he he didn't. He didn't get where he is by accident, you know, and he knows what's going on and he knows, you know, for anybody who says this stuff is, you know, it's a plot, it's it's this, it's that. Here's a guy, he just bought the Indy Speedway and he's canceling this thing. Right. You know, or canceling the spectators. And he's not doing it because the state's telling him to. You know, they've, they've put out their suggestions and he's acting on it, but... You know, the whole thing is it, 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 it's it's disconcerting when you see you know, and that's half a million people in one day. So yeah, well, I know the Kentucky Derby uh, was going to do the same thing. I think fifty percent. I don't know what's going on with that. I think that's in September sometime now. But uh, it's a crazy world. But uh, you're making things better. The album is Music Box. The new single is Saint Valentine. It is uh, the Mitch Perry Group Industry Forty Five Show. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, and uh, enjoy the album. Connect.